0: We're just gonna record. Okay. What was the question?
1: Have you ever dated a crackhead before? Um, no. <laughs> like, I,
0: don't,
1: I don't know what else to I'm not you're saying that I do crack. are <laughs> 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 but the way I, am. I, 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 Woke. I, I, and I, I, it and work. It in I, I, it work. It in work. It in I, anything anything I, I, like. and Woke. Ratchet. I get more excited about sex
0: than you. Should I stop talking? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you need to stop You totally need to
1: stop talking. <laughs> I can't hear what I'm saying. Should I put my headphones? Oh, head? yeah, you
0: should really put on headphones. So you can hear the things that you need to stop talking.
1: About. <laughs> <laughs> they can't hear. The music is playing. <laughs>
0: For the record, she does not like sex more than I do. I am very fond of sex.
1: No, I I <laughs> treat it like a drug. Okay. Like it's like, well, I need no, it now. I, I Motherfucker, got I'm finding. Exa-
0: Holy <laughs> shit. Ratchet and Woke Podcast, welcome.
1: More this is the Woke.
0: podcast. Uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Ratchet and Woke Podcast. Email us questions, comments, topics, and whatever other many shit you have in mind to Ratchet Woke Podcast at gmail.com. I am unlearned the world. With me is, I always let you tell your, like, I want you to get I your know, shit I know, I just so.
1: wanted to make that awkward pause and you, see what I, you, you n- do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> And you, yet, you still have not <laughs> in she's Lil MC. MC. Yes, yeah. So.
1: Oh, also Megalodon, I'm trying to get that one Megalodon,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been finding, a, I've, I've been coming up with a bunch of like really dope female rap names for you. Like, if you ever wanted to rebrand, <laughs> I, I got don't, you.
1: I don't want a man coming up with my name.
0: What? Well, we have Minx. Minx would be dope. Minx? Yeah.
1: I don't want to rebrand. I just want to have multiple rap names. Carrie Swisher like... is
0: the shit though. Carrie Swisher is. Carrie be Swisher. The... We're doing a whole ass okay. project. Okay.
1: Let's start it Han tonight. Yolo
0: and Carrie Swisher. Yeah. Is gonna be okay. Yeah.
1: Han Yolo or Han Dolo?
0: I like Yolo better than the Dolo. You won't Who says Dolo? That's once? a New York. That's like an OG New York. No, thing like Solo was... Dolo. You yeah, know. Yeah, I was Solo Dolo. Like, that, like that's, that's I like
1: that. Hon Solo, Yolo. It's cool. Hon YOLO is, y- that's like, boom. We're like no, no, I don't know. What's What are those Gene X, Gen X, Gen, X, Zs. Gen Zs? Gen Zs. Yeah. what so like a Gen Z would say. Yeah, you hate Yolo. Gen
0: Zs. You wrote a battle rap towards <laughs> Yeah, <Gen> because <laughs> this little
1: kid called me a boomer, and I was like, I'm not a fucking boomer. Yeah. Like you're <laughs> My nowhere, parents yeah, are boomers. I don't even boomers. think your parents are, are your parents boomers? No. Oh, your parents.
0: No, your parents. Your parents were responsible. They had children a lot later than my parents.
1: <laughs> yeah, my parents had kids hella late.
0: Yeah, like they traveled, like they lived life, they traveled. And they no, no, shit. no,
1: no, no, no. They no. didn't travel and live life. They were like broke, living in fucking Ohio and like being poor.
0: You were conceived in Ohio.
1: No, first they were in Ohio after they went to college. <laughs> okay. My dad went back to Venezuela got it. and then decided Venezuela sucked cuz yeah, it does. Yeah, cuz
0: it does. Came
1: <laughs> yeah. back here, got another degree. Got it. Okay. And then went to Ohio and then went go. to South San Francisco.
0: The American dream. There you go.
1: South San Francisco was so ugly when I I South San
0: Francisco it. is ugly now. It's the yeah. first place I came and I was completely underwhelmed by the entire county. You didn't come experience. when you came
1: to San Francisco? No. <laughs> so you were conceived really young
0: no i mean no i think my parents were like just in their 30s but they had kids prior to me oh right like right, I'm, right. I'm i'm the youngest of the middle children of all of my brothers and sisters right that
1: is so confusing. so yeah it
0: is really confusing but with that said my my parents had children that were older than me by like a few years, like mm. six to eight years. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they was already OGs in the parenting game. Yeah. Prior to me, gotcha. which actually fills in a lot of blanks for me because if they had me at thirty and my brother is eight years older than me, that means that they were twenty two when they. Is that so yeah? yeah is that makes, your oldest It makes brother? sense that they were fuck ups. Like, it just makes sense that fuck like, you. I had Adrian when I was like twenty. <laughs> but, but my my point in saying that is that you are not equipped. Yeah you you are not equipped. To deal with that level of responsibility. I in a way dealt that with is, it. You know what I'm saying? You Better did. than you're most totally. stupid 100% adults. 100 percent Because Adrian is a is a is a sweet choosy angel yeah, of a track. child. I'm not backtracking. Track. I'm keeping right. the same energy. I'm just saying. Don't bite you. You're you a feisty one tonight. <laughs> I'm we have period. topics. We don't have topics. Like, <laughs> but this just, is a
1: good flow. <laughs> we're just yeah, it's
0: I actually flow. have
1: a lot of shit I want to do. All right. Um, um tonight we're gonna be talking to Meganoki. Yeah, we are.
0: Dope touring artist. I don't know where she's based out of, but I thought I, LA, I was, but I've am
1: I might have performed trippin? with
0: her a few times. She's come to R O T C. Yeah. Like, you know, I've known her for a while. Um. So, you know, we'll, we'll get into that with her in, uh, in a little bit. But what what do you want to get into? I wanted
1: to do, so I found this, like, freestyle verse by Cardi B, and I don't think you've ever heard it before. And I okay. want to do initial reactions from you, because I think it's the best Cardi B verse I've ever heard. And you want,
0: you want me to react? Hear it
1: live and react live, like we did with Vin Diesel, but, <laughs> oh, like, this will okay. be good.
0: All right, well, then. Are right, you down? Well, let's hold, yeah, I'm down. Hold I'm down. Okay, so we're going to listen to this record for the first time. Okay. This is Marlon Reacts to... Uh,
1: it wants me to answer stupid service. Cardi surf- B. No. Okay,
0: yeah. Is this an older song or is this a brand Hel- new joint?
1: It's the oldest Fields Benji was poppin', Hell poppin', For Before all the surgeries,
0: besides the oh, oh, see it, this? Oh, oh,
1: see oh,
0: this is all smoothies. Damn it, baby. fuck with oh, it.
2: bloody oh, oh, porn. God, they ain't wanna see me leave the club Got up on my shit, now they're scared to show me love They'd rather see me on the porch swinging it for dubs I guess I really gotta show them what the fuck is up I'm on some other shit, a like Cardi B gutter shit Every time I catch a hating bitch, she on her studded shit Can't finish her words but on Instagram plugging shit You set yourself up, don't make it seem like I be bugging bitch And niggas hating on me really be upset, I don't know Make me wonder what you got between your legs You a real nigga mad at a bitch for getting red? You a bitch from burp. you just grew a third leg crunch time. Yeah, people looking bitches in the lunch line. I'm putting work now. I'm here at the front line. Ready for the bullshit. I swear it's on my bloodline. Touch mine. Getting slump slime. One time. Pump line, Bitches quick than a dunk mine. Pull up with the Gucci clutch. Spitting clutch lines. Fly then a big. juice box club one time last nigga i was with when it's cause my head game over hills, like i'm looking for the sunshine i'm a bronze bitch bird for the hip hop from the block to the tick tock and the fatigue watch quick drop with the cash could have fit the ziplock rips like get a shit popped in my flip flops well we know about everything wanna go. No. Now he wanna no. know me, I could give you manicure You gotta know me, but I don't check my same at all. Never feel what you saying like I'm losing them but so. Travel all around the states, gave nice checks. I was pouring up a tip, I had a hype set. Is that the reason all these niggas wanna pipe next? I'm a creep bitch. See his dick through his night text. Got a more scared, now I ain't need strike. Yeah, wire up claws. When I swing with the mic stretched, I would call took the right steps, had a shot. So I took the shit, now this game for me to like that. Oh, yeah. I—that's it's,
0: yeah, I like, I like it. like, it's raw like i i don't think cardi b gets enough credit as a artist just in, as an artist like we yeah. can we can nitpick about whether or not she writes her shit mm-hmm. we can nitpick about like all the other hip-hop purist criteria that you need to consider an artist good but let's just on its surface as an artist in terms of hip-hop in terms of artistry she has everything that you need to be successful. A
1: hundred percent. You know what
0: I'm saying? Like, I, I don't I don't think... And, and she's... Again, I, I tell people all the time. She's a Dominican from the Bronx. I'm always going to root <laughs> for a Dominican from the Bronx. Yeah. Like, I'm just always going to... Like, I don't give a fuck what you do. Like, the fact that she was able to finesse herself and put herself in the position that she's in now from nothing, I don't think people really...
1: Give her enough credit. Give enough for that. credit for
0: that level of come up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you can you can have your opinions about it and you can add your little nuanced facts about, you know, QC or who she's with or whatever the case well, is. Well, I think but this
1: was well before I think Offset. yeah, this is well and before was any of this than, shit. And
0: it was better than most shit that we hear now yeah. from dude rappers. Yeah. And I I don't wanna be even in that space of female versus male rappers. I just think it's just dope hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's gonna have their preference and whatever the case is and whatever, but I think she she's had the it factor,
1: right? That's since what very it is. early she on, she has a factor that makes people want to engage. Like, uh, man, I can't tell you like. <laughs> I feel like everybody wants to be a rapper and you could be very lyrical and very poetic and have a lot of talent. But if you don't have something that people want to engage with, some quality about you that just draws people to you, then then there's nothing more you can do. And you can't you can't develop that. Nah, it,
0: it, it, it's it's either with you or it's not. You know and you that? can hear
1: it. in like I get a lot of people that send me their songs, a lot of people. And I honestly like a lot. I don't know. It's hard for me to draw a connection to a song if I don't know the person well Like I and, and they're not someone that I followed in any way. Like They're just kind of a rando, you know?
0: No, but I've been finding a lot of really dope random artists just either on shuffle. If they're and, really dope. But right. if they're
1: kind of like mediocre dope and I don't know anything about you and I don't know you, Right. then it's really hard for me to connect and it's really hard for me to pay attention past well I think'
0: we're, now we're speaking about the larger issue in terms of artists and getting exposure and what that means and what how, how you get that you have to create a connection right it's more it's less about the music and more about the lifestyle and the the narrative that you're pushing and whether or not there is an audience for that you know what I'm saying and whether or not you can connect with that audience because there may be an audience for it but your brand of that narrative may not be what they want or it may not be able to connect with it. Mm-hmm. There may be people in that marketplace that do it way better than you. And you just have to kind of take note of that. Like, all right, who are the people who are doing what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. And what their audience is? And like, how do I connect with them in a very authentic way? Because authenticity, especially within hip hop, is very, you know Absolutely, what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it's hard to come by, but it's often, it, I mean, people can create the the illusion of authenticity. But right. people buy, once people buy into it, they bought into it. I think it it's just matter. a
1: way that you sound that draws people in. And it's not something that you can necessarily teach. Right. Like, I've, I don't know. Lately, it's been hard for me to vibe with a lot of male rappers just because it's so saturated. You know, like I hear so many male rappers. So, so many, many male rappers. It's all I fucking hear. But I also think that that there's a very skewed
0: narrative among male rappers. I think male rappers pretty much talk about the same
1: Exactly. So if someone talks about something different or does it in a different way or like even male singers, I really, I I was just saying this today. Like I would love to find within our network or someone that I could like work with some male singers because I don't know a ton. Like right, Alwa right. is a dope male Alwa singer.
0: Is, is dope vocally. Um yeah. Stevie Ray. Shout out to my man Stevie Ray. He he's he's been working on his vocal chops. Um the Philharmonic is fucking Yeah, I incredible. I'd have
1: never linked you with know Philharmonic, saying? but I know he's really dope. Uh but yeah, just something that I that's different about
0: But people the in the immediate Bay Area, I'm trying to think of like dope male vocalists in the immediate Bay There's
1: area. Not There's a lot, not a I'm lot I'm sure there is. I just maybe don't run in the same circles.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, interesting, not, I mean, right? Know, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, you would think, like, just in hip hop in general, male vocalists are like essential. There's yeah. so many of them: Jeremiah, Ty Dolla Sign, Chris Brown. Yeah, I don't think
0: I'm trying to think if there's a, really a Bay Area male vocalist like that out here, and I don't. I I'm I don't,
1: sure there is, and we just we just aren't are overlooking connected. to him. Yeah, you know,
0: you if you guys know a male vocalist out here that we're sleeping on, that you wanna send us some shit, send it, please. Yeah, please, totally, we'd love it you know what i'm saying so yeah it's just but yeah i had i had seen that freestyle like years ago like when cardi b just started bubbling i had to go back and be like yo who is this bro like you right. know what i'm saying like and then i mean i remember her from her like early instagram days and just her saying real shit i know shit in her i car never followed her and then i fucking loved I everything wish, she was saying is it saying. gone I like, is
1: that shit gone i don't
0: know you know i, I mean really when, wish it when was you was get it. to that level of stardom like I they scrub they your whole it. shit yeah. it's like you know what i'm saying they get they they do your Wikipedia for you. Like you can lie about so your age crazy. and no one will ever question it. It's really, you know what I'm saying? So wild. You know, we're not going to have that conversation about how some of your favorite 20 something rappers are in their mid thirties. <laughs> like who? Huh? Just, it's, 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 it's an industry thing.
1: How do you know that? You know what I'm
0: saying? Because it's a music industry thing. They scrub your, they scrub your life. They watch everything that you've done on the internet and they, because you've now signed a deal that's going to rebrand you into a superstar everything you did before goes away. So like no one's going to come forward
1: and be like, yo, Ty tight allison actually like 10 years older than they're saying he is.
0: They may be, but it, it may be one person in their circle of friends. And you're not going to get a fucking interview with DJ Vlad about that fucking hot take. Like you're not, you know what I'm saying? So, there may be people out there I who would rather actually know your real age. Be older
1: and look younger than the reverse. Well, I
0: think I think hip hop is the only genre of music where that's where age becomes a factor because hip hop is predominantly youth culture, right. right? And so I think historically what we've dealt with in hip hop is whether or not there is a space for older hip hop, and I think what we're seeing over the last two years it's, is that there's for 100% men, of space. there is one hundred percent space. Yes, but that's because the the narrative that they've given for women to to exist in is so, it's narrow, so narrow. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I think that if they broaden that narrative, you'll be able to get the Queen Latifas to come back. And, you know what I'm saying? Rhapsody just won Lyricist of the Year on not the know BET that. Awards. Oh you know no, what I'm saying? Amazing. So, like, not only is she. Wait,
1: from what, from from what the song? BET,
0: for, uh, I forget what song exactly, but it was. From just, her
1: album that she dropped? No,
0: no. Yeah, from the album that she did last year um Dude, that
1: was wow was that last year i remember yeah. it was when i was outside so it must have been like yeah it was last February, year it was January. Like early
0: no it was it was late last year like into august september no of last year. no totally because i remember i was teaching my my class my college we class we were
1: we no, we were in corona august you mean the year no, before I'm, yeah that's what i'm 2019. saying 2019 yes
0: i'm talking about 2019
1: she won larissa's of the year for 2019
0: yeah because she still dropped the album with him, whatever, I guess, whatever their are It's just weird because I
1: would have thought they would do that award in 2020. Cause it's no, like the I mean, it's based
0: on whatever work you did based on the cutoff. So whatever that cutoff is, that cutoff could have been in the summer of this year. Mm, right, right, right. So she would have fit that. But she was named lyricist of the year. So not That's only dope. is this a female getting that accolade, right? But it's also an underground or what we consider underground, right? She's not the normal archetype that we're used to in terms of successful women hip-hop artists. Right, she doesn't fit that same. I wouldn't role. say
1: underground though.
0: No, I mean, her style is kind of like
1: no, she just we, doesn't we call fit the archetype indie, of sexy, right? like, she's not sexy, vixen. No, my point is that she doesn't rapper. do what
0: we consider mainstream music, like, she's not on yeah. like hella trap beats and fucking, yeah, no, doing no, no, songs no. with like you know, post Malone or no shit, like, she does she stuff just stuff where they
1: set Ferg, though, you
0: know, uh, yeah, she's exactly. like that she's, under
1: level of like yeah, mainstream,
0: exactly. you know, it's it, but it's hip hop, like, it's like classic. Hip hop shit, yeah. Traditional. She did
1: hella shit, shit with Kendrick too. Yeah,
0: exactly. And Anderson um, Pack. Um, you know, and she's 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 dope in her own right. Regardless whether female male, I think she's just a dope artist. Her voice is dope. I think her her beat selection is dope.
1: This lyricist is that just any song, any lyrics, or is it within hip hop? No, I
0: don't think it's a specific song that they use for consideration. I think it's just a specific artist. If you've dropped records in the last year, but it can be
1: any genre of music is what i'm saying it's no, not lyricist no, for hip hop it's hip-hop. specific to hip hop oh, okay yeah i want to look up that That's Yeah cuz
0: very... yeah i think it cuz i don't know if this was the BET awards or the BET hip hop awards mm. i'm pretty sure that it was the BET Did Beatles you see
1: Hip-Hop the awards. the cypher that they did i'm sorry if i'm yelling i just feel like my face is really hot no, now okay good. <laughs> uh they they did a, a all female cypher but it was all female R&B singers it was uh Erica Badu her yeah. Brandy
0: i didn't see it but i heard about it
1: I'm just so curious why they... It was really, really dope. Um, just r- I'm really intrigued as to why they chose R&B singers to do the rap cypher. And I have no idea why. Yeah, I didn't look I, further I can't, into I it. it. I can't I, I'm not,
0: call it. I'm not sure why they... Would. I, 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 do you I think they it. did...
1: Maybe they made... Maybe they had female rappers sing. Maybe they like did a swap.
0: Yeah. I, somebody would have to let us know or we would have to I see I need it to and know. Like yeah. Figure it out. Did you watch it though? I didn't see any of it. i never oh. watch any BET Awards
1: you knew she was lyricist of the year,
0: but you didn't. I keep my aid to the streets. It was in my explore section, in
1: my discover <laughs> section, which I mean, is you know usually what I'm saying? filled with I thoughts. Mean, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, there we go. You should see my recommendations. It's like, get, like, what else is Instagram good for when you're bored? But like finding to tr- things to, to buy, you shit. Like I told or you, like, to look at naked people. Like
0: like, li- like I'm I'm literally like two ads away from buying a Mabata watch because they just keep on sending. They but you look at
1: Instagram for other shit too. That's kind of cool. You, actually, I look for astrology quotes <laughs> for like funny baby or puppy memes or Jesus just any course. funny memes. Nah, I, I typically
0: yeah I typically models? go with uh, movie stuff. Anything related to movies. Yeah. Artwork, one hundred percent artwork. Your art, just, you get a lot of
1: cool and, art. And um that. and fashion. Yes.
0: Fashion, artwork, and movies is like my main and Instagram. Naked Occasionally, a naked person or two.
1: I wonder who has more naked people on the Explore page. You do. I do.
0: Yeah, because I literally go through and I try to switch my algorithm. I don't want that many thoughts on my shit. It oh. just it's it's a distraction. It's Aww. evil. It's true. Is it for I, me? It's it's a it's a my it's a practice in general because it's I I'm working very hard not to objectify women because I see the disaster that it's become. Wow, you know what I'm saying? So it's it makes it it's a point of mine to try to avoid that because it doesn't exist I in reality. Then, a more. you know what I'm saying? Like it's. You know, and you're well within your right to, but for me, no, like I'm, I'm, I'm really. very I'm very cognizant of it. So I just try to do that to to protect my Can own I explain energy.
1: a theory that I have? Go for I've it. I've been really working on this oh. while I've been getting really <laughs> high recently. I've been in the woods. Yeah. I feel like the more exposure we have to nudity, like there I have certain friends that they feel uncomfortable. Watching nude things with their boyfriends because they feel like insecure or whatever like they don't right. want them seeing naked people at least want around them right me on the other hand I feel like it desensitizes you to nudity and makes it less of a big deal if you just see that if it's more normal like people at a nudist colony would see naked people and they're not going to be like, oh my God, did you see that ass? Like, it's just going to be like, oh, whatever. You know, you look, you glance, and you yeah, keep no, it moving, whatever. It, it
0: desensitizes like, you like in the same way that a photographer who's, who is often exposed to naked women or taking pictures yes, of naked women is desensitized. I feel way more comfortable in
1: front of someone that's been a videographer like doing yeah, that. Yeah, no, I get that. Then like some creepy perv that's even, like, I would rather get more naked for someone that's doing it professionally, like not for porn, but like, a but photo artistically shoot or something, and, right. and like is normal. than some weird creeper like perving on me while I'm wearing clothes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, totally. I but think, I, like, I think,
0: like, yeah, go ahead.
1: I was, just, I think that if we just stop ta- making nudity taboo and just was like made it more normalized, then we would be less jealous with people and like wouldn't feel like, hey, did you just check that person out? Like, we would feel less insecure because it would just be like, oh, all nudity and not and not just one type of nudity. It'd be like everybody's
0: nudity. Well I think like you are talking about
1: a fashion show kind of thing. Like all these yeah. different types of bodies and looks Yeah, and I think what you're
0: what you're what you're talking about is more like overall general body body positivity. Yes. And the, the normalization of, of sex and sexualization, which is great. Normalization of sex. And I, I completely yeah but that's that is i think that is a separate avenue than the objectification of women. Oh no, yeah, i wasn't saying that. Which i think that. that's the more disastrous thing. Yeah, i don't yeah, think yeah. that people i don't think that women or even men are uncomfortable about looking at naked bodies because of what you're talking about as much as they are uncomfortable with men or their partner being obsessed with these brand of women. Because what happens is they become update your eyes and the and the, the physiological effect it has on your brain you start to become attracted to a, a body style that does not exist in reality yes and if you are with a partner who does not fit into that archetype it can be very hard for you to distinguish between reality and and fiction, right? If you're, you know, you it could cause you to be dissatisfied with your partner. Yeah, you'll throw away all the good shit that you and your partner have built because you're out here trying to look at thoughts squatting on fucking Instagram, right? And that, that and it's it's the same thing with 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 women, you know what I'm saying? And I I would I would even go as far. Here's my hot take on it. I don't think women look for men in the same way that men look for women on the internet,
1: right? Well, they look for money.
0: Right, I think that women look for lifestyles, and that's their thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I could be 100 percent off base, but this is what my thing is. I think that women are looking for a certain lifestyles. Right? They get they buy into the narrative that people are painting. Right. Women have are more susceptible to the highlight reel of their friends' lives mm. of women that they, they admire, and they wanna they want that lifestyle. So in the same way that the men are objectifying the women specifically, women. Are objectifying the lifestyles that come with that, and this recreates a. This, this creates is all a really, like
1: a fantasy world of IG that. That's, what I'm, really yeah, does, that's what I'm saying. But I'm not even referring I'm, I'm, to my, my like But my point that's not the is solution. that
0: I think a lot of relationships are damaged by these perceptions that exist in what
1: relationships, like Joe Budden's, like no, no I'm it does not. Doesn't. I'm it's not only about weird g- celebrity people. General.
0: No, we're not talking about just weird celebrity people. I think I think that relationships and the success therein. Is is very much informed by and rooted in h- whether it, what their cognitive dissidence is with regard to.
1: I don't think most people Instagram. behave that way. I don't think most people ex- like look at porn stars and Instagram models and expect their partner to be like that. That's only like certain like high level fucking people, you know, like.
0: No, I, I don't. I don't think it's wealthy, a normal like expectation. La
1: fucking model wannabe asshole materialistic fucking people. Right. Not no, the majority. Like. No,
0: of course. But my point, my, my, my point remains that the more people are obsessed with social media, the more they will buy into these na- narratives. That's my point.
1: Yeah, that's that's, that's
0: my point. And what I'm saying is that if you are if you and your partner are buying into these narratives in your own individual time, it becomes a lot harder when you're trying to reconcile those points of view in the context of your relationship, depending on how obsessed you are with the with the social media. I just think social media is like as much as I'm on social media, I think social media is very detrimental it's to the horrible. human experience. It's especially horrible for you know young what I'm saying, people. and and it has a detrimental effect to our brains, and we're not going to know the true effect of it for decades. You know what I'm saying? So it's just yeah. it's just weird. It's, it's a weird. It's gonna fuck it's weird us all up. But um, in any case, we we gotta get we gotta connect. We gotta get going. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Yes, I can hear you. Oh. you might want to put hello. Your on. Yeah. hello hello can you hold this for one second how are you long time no
3: see i, I know, know. <laughs> it's been quite
0: a, it's been quite a trial and tribulation literally just to get you on this thing yes. like we, we it's, it's absurd but megan okay
1: uh, how she, are you yeah what's going on let's explain to you our podcast format here
0: Um, so we do, we, we, we do witty banter in the beginning and then we do artist interviews and you are the artist interview for the evening. So we are blessed and highly favored and privileged to have you on the show with us. And for those who are uninitiated into who you are, can you introduce yourself? Please let them know who you are, what you're about, where you're from, all those things. All those things
3: all at once. Um, I'm Megan O'Kee. I am a independent, bass-heavy, trip-hop artist. Ooh, nice. I was in Austin, Texas for 15 years, but I just moved to Bozeman, Montana about two months ago.
0: Whoa! Bozeman, Montana? Is that, is that a COVID move? Is that like, yo, know, the world's ending, so I need to be somewhere where the bombs won't go?
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, head for the hills. <laughs> exactly.
0: I know, yeah, I know it. I know it. I know it.
1: How has uh, being in Montana, it, has it been crazy out there or like election bullshit and everything? Or are you like isolating yourselves? Are there riots? Like what's going on in Montana? Are you
0: meditating on a rock?
3: Yeah, it's pretty chill. It's mountain country up here. Um, but I'm not really out much, so I can't really say much for the public. I got a little workspace where I live and so I'm just I'm kind
0: of self-contained right now cool is that and is that where you're from originally where are you from originally
3: I was born in Utah
0: there we go okay okay so like southwest kind of midwest that's like your your zone you're like your stomping grounds right yeah so so mountainous southwest there we go so I met you years ago on tour with my brother. What's real and my man Jay Scribe. We were doing a tour, and I think we met you along with Defy at uh, Flagstaff. It was a Flagstaff, right. Arizona show. Um, great show, <laughs> really great show. I think Is that they, the Liddy one. Yeah, yeah. They 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 took care of us there. It was it was it was a, it was a good time. Um, but no, I you, shout you, out you, shout out Flagstaff. Yeah, shout out I Flagstaff. Love touring that. Yeah, they they yeah, really want to take care of me. Killigan and the
3: whole Kings of Jungle um crew—they always have taken care of me every time I go through there.
0: Exactly, but you're a touring artist. That's kind of like one of your one of your thing. You were you you were touring before COVID. You were you you've been touring massively. Yep. You tour heavily throughout the year. How often or how long do you think you're on tour in the average year? Like, oh, uh, like half the time, probably. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah.
1: Who are your influences, artist-wise? Because I feel like I've seen you perform once, and I was obsessed at the Boom Boom Room. And I have my own Thank opinion you. of who I feel like you—you you kind of remind me of. But I want to know who—who's kind of like your artist influences? Because you're very unique.
3: Thank you. I honestly—I um, I mean, I, I have a bunch of different kinds of music that I listen to, but as like who has directly influenced me and, like, what kind of music I make. I can't really say. One of a kind. I definitely just write, um, you know, whatever beats I'm drawn to more than, like, trying to be a certain kind of style, you know, which is what has kind of made my style. <laughs> um, but I definitely listen to, you know, a lot of, like, bass and trap artists for sure. Some lo-fi there you go. That
0: kind of lo yeah. Mm, I like all of that. Hippy, hippie hypey. Hippie hyphy. Hippie, hippie. Yeah. I like hippie hypey. Hippy Hippy
1: hypey. Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I you know I love I love bass and I love sauce. So, you know, I'm always looking for beats that have that those two elements to them. And um, you know, just kind of go Honestly, like, um, you know, I've been compared to a couple different artists, but I can't say that they necessarily like, I was like, oh, I want to make music like that.
1: So, who were the it people just so that happened. you've been compared to?
3: Um, like, above and beyond, most of the time, people compare me to Portishead.
0: Ooh, I can see that, yeah. That's a that. good compliment, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm always I like, love thank Portishead. you. <laughs> You're
4: like,
1: yeah. I that yeah when someone compares you to someone that you like don't fuck with at all i'm kind of like i don't know yeah, how I feel about it's, that it's
0: usually like the drunk <laughs> at the end of the show that wants to talk your ear off that always compares yeah. you to the wrong thing like you know or I like just this he- some
1: hella generic thing I'm yeah just like nah, you didn't even listen to what i just <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but, i think um,
3: you know it's interesting especially being out there like you know doing live shows that is something a lot People want to put you in some kind of box that they can relate to, you know. Like they want to. It's like there's this need to compartmentalize, like something they can relate. Right. And
0: uh, is it? Is that it cutting leave, out? That actually oh, leave, no. Are we cutting out? No, we're good. Um, we yeah, okay. you're, you're coming in clear. I think that what you your last point just leads me to to the question I actually wanted to ask you. Right, as a touring artist, right, you're often kind of like marketing yourself and you're you're developing these relationships with these talent buyers and these venues and festivals and wherever you're trying to get it in and in most cases you may not necessarily have the biggest fan base in those locations where you're going to tour so it actually is an amazing opportunity to like introduce your brand of creativity to a brand new audience right you don't have the same uh pressures as a a, as a as another artist um, in terms of what they're expecting. Now, how, how does that work for you? Like, as a touring artist, have you always thought it that way? Have you always found it as, like, an opportunity rather than a detriment in terms of touring and booking?
3: I would say, you know, it's, like, two sides of the same point. Because in one respect, like, uh, you know, people that appreciate something that's original and different are willing me on. Whereas um, sometimes people have had a hard time knowing like what kind of lineup to book me with because my genre is kind of like genre list, you know, but at the same time, genre vending. Yes, exactly. Um, you know, I've definitely done a bunch of different kinds of, uh, uh, lineups, you know, like, but most of the time, nine times out of 10, I've gotten the most support and the most love from the underground hip hop scene,
0: you know, Mm. First. Nice, nice, and and where would you say are, like your your big, like they they they're looking for a Megan show, like they're 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 primed for it. Like where are your markets? Like where where is where is your music hitting the most? And what kind of can you describe your fan for us? Like I just want to like pick your brain in terms of like, <laughs> who is your fan? Like who is, who are the fans? Like, me do you trap. What's up, man? I don't. <laughs>
3: I don't know. I don't know that I can say, like, who my fans are for sure, like, as far as, like, a particular kind of people, you know? And yeah. But, like, I think, like, the places that want me back are the places that I've been.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, they've seen you and they're you like, know? okay, I fuck with you. Yeah,
0: they, they, they dig. Yeah, I mean, they exactly.
3: Dig so, you know, I, I spent a lot of time in, like, New Mexico and Arizona, um, you know California and the Bay and LA. You know, I get a lot. I've gotten a lot of support in the Southwest and West Coast. But I've also toured there the most of all the places I've toured.
0: And you've toured internationally. You were just with uh, my other homegirl Bonnie Blue, who's an amazing MC yeah. and vocalist. Yeah. And does... yeah, you guys. You where did you go? Uh, you went overseas, right? Oh no! One second, you're breaking up a little bit. Did we get you? Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, I think we got you now.
1: No. <laughs> One new pause. Okay. Check, check.
0: No. Yeah, no, check. We, we got you now.
1: Um. Hey. If also if this okay. isn't working, do you want to just do a call in so we can hear more clear? We we asked you like. um...
3: Yeah. No, I got a good story. I was I was fake way.
1: Okay, perfect. Great. Now you sound super clear. Yeah. <laughs>
3: except except it was really nice to see your guys' faces.
1: Yeah. I know. I yeah. wish the the quality cuz it's nice having face or like the Instagram live cuz it feels like, you know, we're in person talking, but Yeah. We tried. I know we did. <laughs> <laughs> so please t- tell us what since <laughs> since covid happened, you haven't been able to tour, but you had a lot of content right. in the tuck. Yes. So you made videos.
3: Yeah, so on my tour, uh, we filmed a music video in New York City, London, Tokyo, and Seoul. And the kind of interesting thing, so we were going to, this year, before all of COVID happened, we were going to go back to those cities to release the videos in those cities and like throw a party and network and perform and just, you know, keep building the communities where we'd been the year before, and, um, and then, but also, like, part of our, like, slogan on the tour in November was future, future, like, the whole time we were, you know, we just say future, 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 this, future, future, that, and it was just kind of, like, our mindset for the whole tour was to be, like, future-minded based, Mm. and, um, and, you know, like, people we were meeting on the tour that would just have, like, the same, similar mindset. Like, Bonnie ended
4: up having, like, this tattoo that said future. You know, there's just oh, all shit. these, like, synchronicities and
3: everything. Well, so, you know, 2020 comes. I was supposed to do – I was had a 11-day tour in the U.K. booked for March.
4: And it was, like, right at the time when everything was starting to shut
3: down. You know, That's and I it. had to really, like, make that decision, like – do I go? You know, am I overreacting? Like, how serious is this? And you know, watching the news every day and trying to really figure out like what the right move was there. And um, you know, decided not to go, which I'm glad I did because the venues would have closed while I was there. I wouldn't have gotten to perform.
0: That would have sucked. Anyway, <laughs> you know,
3: Trump did his uh, you know close the border,
4: so it could have possibly been.
0: Hard for me to get back, so I'm really glad that I didn't go. I know, you could be a street performer in like Brussels right now.
1: (laughs) No, not even
0: (laughs) Not even, yeah.
1: No performing allowed. (laughs) Living in
0: someone's attic or something.
1: (laughs) Totally. Totally. But eleven days in the UK, that's really big. That means, you know, you have like a lot of connections out there. And that they yeah, speak English like, too, so it's like they it's legit it's understand your lyrics.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, I, mean, I, I,
1: love, I, I love the UK. It's definitely
3: like I would love to go back every time I've gone. It's been, you know, small numbers, but like hugely supportive people. Um, so I definitely want to keep. Going back to the UK. Um, Tokyo is the other place. I think I was starting to say this, and then I'm totally segueing from my segue. But um, <laughs> do it. Tokyo, I originally wasn't going to do a world tour. I was just going to do Japan, because the year before I had done that seven week world tour by myself, and it was really hard. <laughs> and that, that's when all the like depressing stories happened. It was like the first time in my musical path that I was ever like, am I doing the right thing? It was like the first time I'd ever questioned myself wow. because there's just so many, so many people not following through so many people being weird and creepy, you know, just like just a plethora of just like, what the fuck, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. situations with that tour but so the next year I was like I'm just gonna go to Japan like I'm just gonna focus on one market and I feel I had the feeling and I do feel like my music is really perfect for that culture and that you know that whole scene there and so I was really I like translated my website into Japanese like if you go to my website right now you can click on the thing and it'll turn everything into Japanese um yeah, I put all this money into promo and marketing, and you know, doing shows, and that was my main focus. But one of the ways that I have de- that I was doing these both of these tours is, um, I found this travel agent that they book you around the world tours as long as you um, keep going in the same direction. Then you're, and it's just like one way flights then they can find really cheap flights.
1: So oh, like west? Cool. Like you just either go yeah. all west
0: or all east?
3: Yeah. So that's my insane. first that first world tour only cost me seventeen hundred dollars in flights.
0: That's insane. Wow.
3: Yeah. So that's why I was like, okay, I'm just gonna do Japan this year, but then when I was pricing my tickets to Japan, it was like, you know, only a little bit more expensive to add on more cities and do the just go all the way around again, so that's how the second world tour came to pass. <laughs> and,
0: now, um, as a touring artist, though, like, so, how long have you been a touring artist? Like, has that has how long has touring been the the key business model or revenue stream for you as an artist? How long have you been pursuing that?
3: Well, it's definitely a business model and also just a lifestyle.
0: Right, right, right.
4: <laughs> I,
3: I can't say that it's really a, an income stream, you know, still at this point. Like, it's just, it requires so much, um, in, as an independent artist, it requires yeah. so much investment mm-hmm. to ever get to a place where you're actually coming up on top. And, um, so I just look at touring as an, as an investment and I
0: don't look at it monetarily. Right. Um, but how long, so how long were you touring before you decided like, yo, I'm gonna put the chips down and, and, and really just like flex and, and do a world tour. Like what made you, (laughs) what gave you the, the, the gusto in your, in your, in your path to say like, yo, fuck this. This needs to, this show needs to go worldwide. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, um, I
3: kind of came on to becoming an artist accidentally, um, and as I just continued to go down that path, I just kept getting more and more positive feedback and support. So my mindset just kind of went into like, well, where,
4: how far can I take this? You know. So I started in Austin, Texas. And
3: I was, my first year there, um, I was working with all sorts of different live musicians, you know, there's hundreds and hundreds of venues, so the opportunity to perform was just, you know, like, you could perform as much as you wanted, so I did, I was just performing all the time, and, you know, I got a lot under my belt in that first year, just because of where I was, and how much opportunity. Right,
0: it's um, just like saying yes to everything, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah exactly um and then after my about my first year i bought my dodge sprinter and converted it into like a little mini motor home and i actually got it to travel just to go see my dad he had had a stroke and he's up in utah so mm-hmm. i was traveling from texas to utah and i thought well you know if i'm already Traveling that way, I might as well try and book a show or two along the way,
4: just to you know help pay for
3: gas money or whatever. I wasn't even really, I didn't really even understand like what was possible (laughs) at that point. I was still just like, oh, I'll try that, (laughs) and then touring was just like, oh, just like a dream, you know. It's just like above and beyond like anything I'd experienced as far as just like support and feedback, and everywhere I went, people were just like super kind and so into it, and, you know, producers off- offering beats and, you know, people offering more shows, and anytime I wanted to come back, book me again, so I,
1: I got addicted to tour life pretty mm. fast. <laughs> you seem like a free-spirited yeah. person that, like, doesn't ever sit still, like, you're a traveler, like, that's who, uh, that, the vibe I'm getting from you, like, you just want to explore and travel the world, and you're fine I, with not making yeah, like a shit ton of money because the I, traveling is worth yeah well
3: I definitely have like a nomadic spirit so kind of you know being in different places and being on the go is definitely just natural for me which also also is conducive for
1: touring (laughs) like to people invest and spend so much money just to travel just to do it like the fact that as an artist you have the leverage to allow places that people in other countries want you to perform there like, that's fucking yeah. huge, you know? And, like, even if you're not coming up, like, hugely on top, you're still, right. you know, spending a lot less money than someone who was just traveling just to travel would spend. So, in all <laughs> the experiences. And I'm still
3: building community, and that's what's been the most important thing to me everywhere I go, is that I don't just, like, drop in and perform, but that, like, I, I try and engage with, you know, people that are everywhere and build community everywhere I'm going, and, there was before I, so I was doing like Southwest and West coast and then I was like, well, you know, where else can I go? Maybe I can go to the East coast. So then, you know, I did a couple of East coast tours and, um, got the same amount of like love and support there. And so then I was like, well, you know, where else can I go? So then I like went to Canada, um, which was actually a disaster. <laughs> what happened? Well, why, yeah, why was that
0: a disaster? What did the Canadians so do to I you? I drove
3: all the way from Texas to Canada, and this guy had told me that he had booked me, like, nine shows. And
4: um, I get there. It's like a three-day drive from Austin. You know, it's really far. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, and went through customs and everything. And, um, and I get there, and he really didn't have... A single thing booked he was like trying the first night that we had a show he was like trying to arrange a venue for us and i was like what
1: <laughs> who would you Wait, meet this what? guy from like was he a booking agent or just an artist
3: he was a he is a dj artist but you know he's like oh i've done this tour and that tour and you know he was like talking up the storm
1: <laughs> oh
0: shit was, well let's well, you know, okay enough let's talk about, him. well that's a great segue into janky ass promoters Let, yeah. so let's <laughs> yeah. let's, talk into, let's talk about that, so so this gentleman who shall remain nameless and we'll call him lame, yeah. so lame um, <laughs> so lame. <laughs> claimed to have booked you for nine shows you get there, you go through customs you drive three days, you yeah. cross the border and he has no shows for you, did he explain right. why, did he just lie his way through it or like what was, it
4: was he was
3: just a mess he was just like all over the place and you know that's what it was like it took me a couple hours and then I was
4: like mm, this is not good
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're like, a few a hours just, like,
4: <laughs> of doubt at first and you know and then as things just keep progressing
3: I was just like this is everything everything he told me wasn't true and that was just in the first couple hours you know so yeah Um, you know, it was definitely like, even though it's Canada, I was like, I'm in a foreign country. I literally don't know anybody here, you know, like I was expecting to make money. I was expecting to perform and, you know, this person basically just is full of shit. And I don't, I, that's one of the things that really amazes me because, you know, everywhere you go and every show you do, people come up and they say, Oh, I can do this for you. I can do that. You know, they talk
4: this big talk. Right. And it always, and a lot of, you know, nine times, most of the time, they, those people aren't, um, legit
3: and it always baffles me why people do that. Yeah. I was about
0: to ask, like, why do you think they do it? Like for, for me, I always say that I always think that it's, it's just because they're enamored with who you are and what you do and your bravery as an artist. And they just want to be in proximity Mm -hmm. to that energy. So like, you know what I'm saying? They're like energy vampires almost. They just, they just want to be able to like be part of that energy and they just, they just hope that by virtue of who you are and the energy you're putting out that they're going to be, or they're going to get some level of opportunity or success just from like trying to offer it to you. It's going to magically happen yeah. just by them. Yeah, you it's- know,
3: it's all about the clout, I guess, you know, which is just funny, like to me, because I'm just like, I don't feel like I'm really anybody, you know, like, right, like that, that anyone would need to lie for, right?
0: <laughs> you ain't got a lie, lie just, to kick it. like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. I, was, I was actually thinking, like, with that story, even though you, I, I don't know how it ended, I'll, and I'll let you finish that, but it was probably a really good learning experience. You know, now you're never going to go to another country unless you fucking know who you're dealing with, like, you yes. legit know who they are. I would
0: imagine just touring the way that you tour is a learning experience in yeah. and of itself, that, you know, you've, all you've, the time. you've gone around Everywhere. the block enough times to know, like, what to look out for, what to ask for, who to look for, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of yeah. those things. Like, like <laughs>
1: that could be your profession like, later on, you know, like, when you finish doing your artist life, you know, you could be, yeah. like, a like, touring, you know, tr- like, train artists in the ways of touring, and just go with them, and tour yeah. around, you're like, ah, this person's full no, cool I- of shit.
3: I've definitely thought about that. Um, definitely, you know, like, um, because I think we do have to think ahead of, like, how we can use the, you know, the lessons that we're learning and the information that we're getting now to help the people that come after us.
0: <laughs> totally. Yes. And speaking so, of that, yeah. what do you think that, what, do, what, do the, what does the future hold for you, or what do you hold? For the future. Future, future. Yeah, future, future. Future, future. Okay, well, so
3: we got to full circle back to the future, future.
0: Yeah.
4: (laughs)
3: So so because of COVID, you know, I didn't get to go to all of the cities and release the videos like I planned. So I was just like, I'm just going to release them anyway. Um, So the first video that was released was released in March. And um, right as COVID started, and that video, it's called One for Nothing, and it was filmed in London in November the year before, and if you go check it out, like, we're all wearing masks, Um, all of the landscape, and the, like, the way that the filmmaker um, filmed that video, it's, like, very desolate, you know? There's all these, like, city shots, and everything's desolate, you know? Kind of (laughs) like... People going inside yeah, the quarantine.
0: Like Yeah, f- like foreshadowing almost.
1: Whoa, you guys wore masks yeah. it was before COVID? Yeah. That's this, fucking trippy. This was filmed in November of 2019. <laughs> That's really nuts.
3: So then the next video I released was in April, and that was the video that I filmed in Seoul. And that one's called um, In Love. And that video is, it's just me walking the streets of Seoul, solo. Which again, what what was happening in April? You know, everybody yeah. was isolated, and the song even itself is about pretty much just being alone and wanting to be alone. <laughs> Holy shit, this yeah, is you know. crazy right now. So you you're just yeah. like
0: prophesizing all over the place. So
3: yeah, so no, for yeah. real, like so. Then the next video was in May, and this was the New York City video, and again filmed in November. No idea what was coming, um, even no idea what was about to happen in our country, um, and this
1: video, the title of it is Riots, Holy and that shit. Was... That's I can't, you're an <laughs> alien from another planet, like, <laughs> what's the next video, man?
0: Yeah, so, who wins this election? Yeah. Even, so, there were riots
3: going on in November, mostly in Hong Kong, that's
0: when, like, a lot yeah. of the riots were going on and
3: even on tour week as we had hong kong as part of our um one of our tour stops we were like watching the news the whole time to try and decide whether or not we were gonna have to skip that city or not and luckily right before we um were scheduled to go there it was the election so all the riots in hong kong stopped so it was actually totally peaceful and beautiful <laughs> when we were there um but, so this fil- this was filmed in New York City in November, and we had it scheduled for to release in early May, and the editor, you know, he was, like, running behind, so he's like, you, you can check the promo, like, we have it scheduled for early May, and then um, he's like, hey, can we just push it back a week? Um, you know, I have some more edits. I need to finish it up and everything. So we, you know, just pushed it back. We were like, we're independent. We can do whatever we want. You know, we're pushing it back a week. Right. <laughs> right. So we pushed it back a week and the day we released it was the day after,
4: um, George Floyd
1: That's incident. Crazy. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. So, what's yeah. your next video? I need to know what the next one is. <laughs> <Exactly>. Please <laughs> tell me what it is. So the last one from the Future Future Tour that hasn't
3: been released yet was the video that we filmed in Tokyo, and I'm really hoping that uh, to release it by the end of the year, but it's in the editing process right now, and, you know, it's kind of gone through a couple different hands, so it's taking longer kind of situation, but, um, yeah, that's what I'm definitely like... <sighs> How are they gonna edit it, and what is it gonna foretell? You know right. that
1: has well, to do with when it actually is released. Do you know what it's called, or can you tell us what it's called? <laughs> can you give us a premonition here, <laughs> or no? <laughs> you want some clues? Please, please. <laughs> well, the name of the song is Dark Master. Oh God! <laughs> no, it's not. The devil's coming. No, the devil's Trump coming. Trump is gonna win this shit.
0: <laughs> the devil's coming. No. We're <laughs> no. 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 all. For it. I don't
3: because you guys know how videos go you know you yeah. have your idea and then how it actually ends up sometimes it's not entirely the same thing
1: I'm sure um, what, what we filmed in the video is
3: basically um, Bonnie and I are like secret agents and there's this you know like agency you know this like
4: company that's um, seeking us out to you know basically
3: capture us and silence us and so the video is about you know me running from them, running into Bonnie, and then like defeating the Dark Master. Ooh.
0: Okay,
1: so you defeat the. Okay, dark so master. it's optimistic,
0: so we're not gonna die. It's optimistic.
1: Right. I actually am obsessed with that whole concept because all my life, all I wanted to be was like a secret ninja agent. Yeah. <laughs> so She's, really she was really spying
0: like... on neighbors as a child. It's a weird thing. I really.
1: Was. <laughs> I fuck with your all of those things that you just said. Yeah. What, do you, those what do you?
0: What do you associate all those synchronicities to? Like, what do you like when you when you think about like everything that you were going through personally and professionally in no. November of last year, and the yeah. inspiration behind each of these songs, and then let alone the subsequent videos, and then to release yeah. them so timely with with everything with everything that's going on socio politically. Like, what do you Having what do you associate?
4: No yeah, like, like
0: really what do you what do you associate those synchronicities to? Like, what do you think that tells you, or what is what do you pull away from that? Well,
4: um, I
3: personally think that time is a theory. It's just Mm. and um, that we have been taught our whole lives what to think about what time is. And I don't think that that's necessarily the the complete truth. I feel like that's like a drop in a notion of what, you know, the reality of what time is. So um, just in my, like, daily practice as just like a person, um, (laughs) not an artist, (laughs) but just, you know, my my regular kind of like where I try and put my mindset is, um, to connect with my future self mm, yeah. because I feel like, um, you know, time isn't necessarily a linear thing. And if you take that concept away that it's past, you know, present and future, then you're able to access the information that's available synchronous, synchronous, synchronous,
0: it's all happening you know, all, at the same time. All at the same time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I studied- You just I, blew
1: my fucking mind right now. <laughs> I, had a, I had
0: a religion class in college, my first year of college, and that was like one of the main concepts I pulled away with, that like, the way that- what we perceive as God perceives time and space is that it's all happening at the same exact time. That it's nothing is linear. So So you could
1: potentially access like the, the thoughts or whatever's happening to you in the future and figure out what, well, not even, but you wouldn't be able to like figure it out, pinpoint, but you could just like maybe isolate certain feelings or have certain premonitions or something like that. You,
0: your brain projects the reality. My future self, you know, tell me, what I should do, like, you know, cause if my future
3: self already knows what has happened and what the outcome is, then my future self can, you know, give me guidance to, you know, like, yes, this is the right path or, you know, and, and like, yeah, sometimes it's like a communication in my mind. And then sometimes it is just a premonition or a feeling.
0: Does your uh, future self ever leave you a post-it note on your w- mirror?
1: Oh, shut up. No, that would help
0: me the most. Like if my future self was like, yo, that's... duck.
1: <laughs> like memento? Oh exactly. my God.
0: Totally like memento. Right? No,
1: I think that like like what intuition is, is just doing exactly what you're saying. Like you having gut feelings, being intuitive is like trying to just like be in tune with your all of your different selves in the past and the future. Like that's probably what it is, you know? You're like listening to yourself for the answer. Because yourself mm-hmm. in the future is what's giving you the And I, I think that just because like, our kind of intention behind the whole tour
3: was just future, future, even just that simple seed of like, this is future, future. You know, what we're doing right now is future-future. We want to talk with other people and come across paths that have the same mindset of, like, future-future. Like, you know, creating the future in the moment. You know, just the whole getting into that mindset of, like, just even this conversation of what we're having right now. Like, what is time, really? And um, I think that just that seed of being in that place is what created the art to
1: be what would be future future. That's like insane. That. This is the craziest conversation I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> really, I wish I was high.
0: <laughs> You're not.
1: <laughs> no, I oh, wish damn. I was. <laughs> <laughs> My mind is blown. <laughs> I had a mind orgasm. Okay, sorry. Okay,
0: so shout out. So shout out your future projects where people can find you. All of those things, uh, please. Sure
3: all of my work um videos pictures bio links everything on my website it's meganoki.com and you can find me everywhere on, on any social platform that i'm on it's meganoki so it's pretty easy to find me um what i've got brewing for my future future right now i know you did ask me what you know like what does the future hold and and all of that and um so, um, I am
0: just kind of like moving forward as though COVID doesn't <laughs> exist because right. know, we're sick of it by it, now. We just want our lives <laughs> back. So I get it. Well, it's just <laughs> so hard
3: to know. Like, is it serious? Isn't serious? You know, like, can I travel? Can't I travel? Like, yeah. You
0: know, yeah. Totally yeah. No MC doesn't believe it anymore. And I'm, so- I'm starting to have my doubts. as yeah, well.
1: I don't believe it. Yeah.
3: There's a lot of misinformation.
0: I don't think we really understand it in its Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I'm just making plans as though I can travel.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Plan
1: for the best and then be flexible. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not planning on like touring, so I am like trying to set up online. That's one of my goals. I'm you know, is to be performing on Twitch and um being, I, I, I uh, broadcast on Live Me app often and perform on there, so I'm just really trying to access my worldwide community through the internet right now for as long as we can, you know, or as need to, but my the next thing I have in store, I just recorded and um, I got the second of the third three songs, um, back from my mix master person today. Um, so I'm doing a three song EP and, um, going to New York city in December to work with three different filmmakers and, um, they're, you know, each going to do one of the songs from the project and, but they all have the same format with which to create their video for, for that song. Um, and I'm working with the filmmakers, like, you know, on all the details and brainstorming and even as I was, like, writing and recording the songs, like, talking with the filmmakers and just kind of um, integrating their vibe and their, you know, their perspective and all that kind of stuff into the song, so that's why I really wanted to create a video in a way that I would never done before, so this was my way, <laughs> was yep. to, you know, intricately work
4: with the filmmaker from the beginning, which is, like, the creation of the song, you know, all the way through. Mm. Um, so I'm going to be in New York City for a week and film
0: the three music videos for that project and then release it in January. Yes,
1: 2021. There we when go. Everyone 21. thinks the world will change. <laughs> I have really another quick question for you. Um, where does sure. your name come from?
3: Um, my name is comes from uh, an anime princess Mononoke.
1: Ah, uh, I've never seen <laughs> that one, but I've been told it's really great.
3: Yeah, it is really great, and it's basically, even before I was an artist, I had the nickname Meganoki because the um, anime is about this girl that was raised in the forest by these giant white wolves. And I used to have a wolf hybrid and she
4: was all white and what? I used to
3: take her with me everywhere. So that's how I got the nickname Meganoki. because it's like,
0: they're like, you're like, Does every single Megan, Megan live in the woods? Wait, are, like, is woods your, your, wait, okay, number one, that's
1: the coolest shit I've ever heard. Number two, is your name Megan? Megan, yeah. Oh God, we're both Megans. The, yeah. What'd you think? I thought it was Mega Nokey. I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> Meganokey. <laughs> i i, I mean, really legit didn't know that because people put mega in front of things and i thought noki was like i don't know
0: oh uh, okay yeah well, well, it's you a play on
1: words you know it's like
3: it's like my name within the name
1: yes. that's really dope i'm astounded i want a wolf so bad, so bad. yeah she I'm, was the best
3: she was the most intelligent
0: was, of was she majestic was she a majestic animal
1: she was very
3: majestic.
0: See, they they nice exist. I, I'm looking for a majestic animal. He's I need a majestic. <laughs> he wants
1: a dog. I want a dog. He wants a dog, but he only wants a dog that's majestic, not like a simply just a cute little. You know, I won't yeah. say the word. Yeah, be, but I don't he, think I them. could ever have a regular dog again See? because she was so smart and so
3: kind. You know, and just like her spirit. You know, it's just like it's different.
1: A wolf is different than a dog. Hundred percent. Okay, I'm I'm so, gonna have to get in touch with your wolf dealer because I <laughs> right. really I really want one. <laughs> you're a dealer. I just want to be a wolf so bad.
0: Mega <laughs> I recommend it. <laughs> thank you so much for all of your wisdom, all of your uh your gifts, and sharing your talents with us on on the show
1: and being patient and with us yes. and everything. Really appreciate you. Oh, thank you. you.
0: Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been great. So yeah, hopefully you know we see you in the Bay soon and and and, and get to chop it up more and 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 collab and collab yeah, and stuff. All the Let's things. Make collabs yes. happen. Yes. yes. I would love
1: that. I would love to
0: come come there and work with
1: you guys for sure.
0: Yeah, down for the cause. Well, yes. Thank you again. Enjoy your night, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: And thank you for your thank premonitions. You.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: oh, Have a so one. Much love. Yes. Bye. Dark Master, I really Dark hope. Dark
0: Masters, Meganoki. So yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. So yeah, check her out, Meganoki, on all the social media platforms. Ratchet and Woke podcast, like us on Facebook, like us on Instagram, share it with your friends on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, email us questions, comments, topics, all those things. Ratchet and Woke podcast at gmail.com. Anything else that we're leaving?
1: No. All right,
0: we're out of here. <laughs>
4: That
1: was long. <laughs> <laughs>